Welcome to A Century at War, a new podcast dedicated to the military history of the 20th century, World War I to the Cold War, proxy wars and coalition wars, engineering as well. 20th century was one of the most eventful centuries in both civilian and military endeavors. This podcast, however, will focus on the military side of that. The pilot episode of A Century at War, we will be talking about the Wasp Battalion of 1918. So I want you to picture the scene. Forced in early 1918, early fall of 1918, World War One is almost over, but it is still a ways away from the armistice. Emi's Argonne Offensive was one of the final events in World War One, and today we are focusing on the 550 men that were lost in the Argonne Forest. For starters, the Lost Battalion, as they are called, was not a battalion, as according to the U.S. Department of Defense, a battalion consists of four to six companies and can include up to about 1,000 men. The Lost Battalion was just over half that. Second, the Lost Battalion wasn't lost, as one soldier later says. We knew exactly where we were. So did the Germans. The reason they were called the Lost Battalion would be because the artillery officers of the 77th Division were the ones that did not know where the 550 men were. The Lost Battalion, as mentioned before, was 550 men trapped in the Argonne Forest, surrounded by Germans. On the morning of October 2nd, Major Charles Whittlesey, who was the battalion commander for the attack that led the 550 men being trapped, led an attack on the Argonne Front with his pistol in one hand and wire, wire cutters in the other. His position in the chain of command didn't usually lead an attack, but Whittlesey wanted to make sure his forward squads were going the right direction through the thick foliage that was the Argonne. The Americans around midday noticed that they weren't getting much enemy fire coming towards them from what the maps called Hill 198. Wittles decided to switch direction and advance on Hill 198 after division headquarters ordered them to advance after lunch. They broke through the German line on Hill 198 as it is as it was manned mainly by older soldiers. The Germans on Hill 198 were around in their 40s and 50s and were two days without food. That night, Whittlesey had the unit dig in, and unlike the Germans, had no telephone lines, though they did have carrier pigeons and a white cotton sheet to use to signal to Allied planes on where they were. The next morning, patrols discovered that Germans were flanking on the left, where the French were supposed to be advancing, and the right. The pocket that the Americans were in was closing in on, in on them as the Germans moved in for a counterattack. On October 3rd, the 550 men were completely surrounded by the Germans. For the 550, it was it was hold the position or die trying. There was no surrender or retreat. Wolsey had sent carrier pensions back to the artillery command for them to send in a barrage and reinforcements. The battalion would get the barrage, and the men would come later due to them having to punch a hole through the German line and reach the pocket the 550 were in. Suffering major casualties, the men that were left in the 550... 50 lost, kept kept fighting, and command was sending in supplies. The problem was that the supplies were dropped to the Germans because the Germans knew how the Americans were signaling friendly planes. The Germans used the same signal, which confused Allied pilots, and pilots ended up dropping the supplies on the Germans. Meanwhile, back in America, the news was filled with the lost battalion, which made German General Alexander of the 77th Division or a vigorous effort made be made this afternoon to relieve the companies on the sev- on the left of the 77th division that are cut off. Whittlesey 
kept asking for artillery support, which he got, but unknowingly to the artillery officers, they were firing upon their own men. At some point, the artillery officers got a pigeon that told him to halt firing due to friendly fire. I do realize that it skipped over a couple of days, but it was really the same thing I have already discussed on those days. Back to the history. On October 7th, the battalion was offered surrender by the Germans, but, but one rem- reply from the, an American who had shouted into the woods, you human bastards, come and get us. After the Americans said that to the Germans, the Germans initiated a heavy attack. The attack was held off until the evening when American reinforcements broke through the blockade of Germans to save the remaining men. The next morning, 190 of the 550 men walked through the valley to regiment headquarters. 190 were, 90 others were wounded seriously. 107 men were dead and 63 were missing. The story of the Lost Battalion ends here. This was a story of a great final stand, and I hope you learned something today listening to this podcast. The next episode is going to be on Operation Runenbug, so you can, so you got to wait for that. Good day.